0: You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices.
1: Oh, there we go. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Thursday episode of Clapback Culture. I'm your girl, Jules Jesse. Happy to be here another week. God is good, you guys. Um, We're just blessed to see another week. You know there's a lot going on in our world. Um, And that's some of the things I want to talk about. And I couldn't do this show without my host, uh, Rado, coming right into the building. What's up, Rado? What's up, everybody? Clap back. How y'all doing? Man, glad to see you here. We got some people already pulling in. If you haven't already, make sure to share that stream, you guys. We want to make sure everybody knows what we're talking about today. Absolutely. Uh, Man, Rado, how's your week? How you been? Oh, we're Friday man. Eve, it's been a long week.
0: It has, it has, it has. So you know me, I always measures, measure a good week by um nothing bad happening, right? So I'm here, I'm feeling good, I'm excited to be here and do the show. Uh, we got some real good juicy topics and I'm ready to hop in.
1: Listen, I'm glad glad to hear it. Um. Listen, you guys, make sure to tap in with us throughout the show. We want to hear your comments throughout the show. We want to talk to y'all about some of these crazy stories. And the first one we're going to hit you with, um, we have a clip, but let me introduce this clip before we go to it. There is a woman um, who pulled up in a Bristol police station last week um, in Connecticut you guys and started shooting like opening fire so she walked in um you're literally gonna see this plainly unfold in the video and um it's it's unbelievable how she does it It, it's
0: unbelievable
1: she does it and she still is alive to tell the story um let's go go ahead and take a look
2: must a Connecticut nice. woman is now charged with attempted murder after she marched into a police station armed with a handgun and opened fire multiple times. All this before she lit up a cigarette, began screaming, and was eventually tackled by officers on the scene. The entire incident captured on the department's surveillance video and body camera recordings from first responders on the scene.
0: Is she nope, she just went back.
2: Get out the ground! At about 11.30 p.m. on October 5th, security video captures a woman entering the Bristol, Connecticut Police Department. She was later identified as 51-year-old Suzanne LePrize. Almost immediately, LaPrize flashes a handgun as she begins banging on the windows at the front desk. First, LePrize uses her hands, but later slams the gun into the window. After pacing around the lobby, she returns back to the front desk windows, again banging on the glass with the weapon. Then she walks over to a nearby door and fires a shot through the glass. Video then captures the prize turn around and again face the front desk window. She steps back and points the handgun forward. After that, she fires a shot into the window. Security camera video captures a flash of light as the bullet leaves the gun. Another angle shows the same moments as Laprise fires at the front desk before setting off another round into the ceiling. Meanwhile, body camera video from officers on the scene captures the same moments. There's already guys away. Do not move, Brian.
0: Are these Hey, are these windows bulletproof? Shots fired. Are these windows bulletproof?
2: After firing several shots, Laprise backs away from the front desk placing her bag on one set of chairs and her gun on another. She rips off her sweatshirt and throws that down as she seemingly begins smoking a cigarette. Then, she takes the seat in the chairs on the other side of the room, still holding the gun in her hands. As she's seated, officers approach the door to the lobby. Video shows the door slightly open before Laprise opens fire again. After that, LaPrize stands up from the chair and begins banging her hands on the walls. Body camera video from first responders shows officers monitor the situation. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is my thing, right? It's like, I'm trying my best to veer away from everything being a white and black thing. But then you give me these kind of topics, Jews. I mean, <laughs> Must be nice. Have everybody heard the song? by uh What's my guy? used to be like, must be nice. He would not have made it into the station with a bulge inside of our pants. They allowed this woman to be out here shooting his gun for God knows how long inside of a police station. Imagine if it was a black man. Imagine if it was me. And then, hold on. <laughs> and I'm pro-life. I do not want anyone's life to ever be taken from them. But let me tell you this. Not only did she take her time shooting up the uh the police station, but she was also apprehended. It was not harm. She didn't have a flesh wound, a broken bone. She she, I mean, she didn't have to go to the hospital. She was carefully detained, everybody, at the firing shots inside of a police station. Could you imagine? I
1: love that you said she was carefully detained. Hey. Um, and no, th- they don't have the viral footage of her actually being tackled to the ground, but the it's so crazy that you can go into a police station and casually shoot it
0: up and no. just be tackled to the ground. Like, no. So you, we, we have to uh, we have to start understanding the definitions of white privilege. Right. This is what the definition looks like. OK, if you go to Webster, what it's going to say is armed white woman goes inside a police station, shoots. Gets apprehended without being hurt, and she's taken back to the back without dying. That is the Webster's definition of white privilege. It's just crazy to me. So I really hope that this woman gets the the help that she needs. Obviously, but this is some gangster stuff. It is. I mean, this is to to go inside of a police station and shoot it up and live to tell the story. Yeah. No, really,
1: I, I don't. I, I'm at a loss for words on this. Like, she literally, there's a picture of her with like kind of a knot on her forehead. Um, it, I, I'm shocked. Like, this is this is the opportunity yes. for police officers to unload a clip. Like, yes. this is something where nobody is gonna be like, hmm, police brutality. Maybe they should. This is the most threatening. Of threats, like this is not. Oh my God! I thought the cell phone was a, a gun. Absolutely. I thought they were gonna put. No, she came in there. Took her time. Took her time, <laughs> <laughs> time lit a cigarette. <laughs> so where up. was everybody at?
0: Like, do you, so, look, is, so? Did you hear in the background the um the officers hide behind the glass asking if it was bulletproof or not? Yeah.
1: Come, <laughs> on. come on. Come on. Listen, so, you guys, tap into
0: these comments. Yeah, we are thinking, yeah, John- So it's just it's crazy because not even whites agree with this. Right. It's just one of those things where in this human nature, people have compassion on their own races. You know what I'm saying? Those men had compassion on this woman um, who looked like them inside of the police station. But it's just it's it's astonishing to me. And I'm only defensive like this because of the high rate. Right. That blacks have been killed for the last God knows how many centuries for things that were less egregious than this. Like, this is the highest crime, right? The, I mean, just to have the audacity of all places to go inside of the actual police.
1: You know know what's, and listen, this might be a sensitive subject, but even the alligator didn't have an opportunity. Exactly. I mean, I mean you were with this last week. The yeah. alligator yeah. that killed the killed the woman in the woods in Florida was I slaughtered. They took him out, like, yeah. he, and he was unarmed. So the, it, it's not a laughing matter, but it's one of those situations where you're really thinking about, like, this is what happens when you are in armed individual that they don't see as a threat like they did not deem her being a threat and i think that's something that's worth really discussing and like why would she not be considered a threat she's armed with a deadly weapon she's using the deadly weapon and she's shooting inside a police station at the police officer she
0: shot through the glass
1: yeah like it's it's no there's no confusion in terms
0: of what she came in there to do so um, it's it's hitting it's hit different when you say it like that, Jules. When you really break it down and you say, why wasn't she seen as a threat? Let's just stop there. <laughs> it's crazy. She's
1: not They're a threat. Not. She was um, not, they did not see yeah. her as a threat. They yeah. were not in fear of their life. They did not feel, she's being charged with murder, um,
0: attempted murder. Attempted
1: murder. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's, Listen, I would be shocked and surprised if she got a lot of time for this.
0: Could you imagine, and and this is the last thing I'm going to say, right, with this whole black and white thing, but you, could you imagine someone that looked like myself shooting up that police station? First of all, if oh, you're we, we would have lived, we would have had some kind of broken bones, all kind of uh, bruises and everything like that, right? But we're talking about charges that, you, that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Like, we will have terrorism, um <laughs> uh, burglary, uh kidnapping because they feel like you know she, she had the police at, at hostage. We will have attempted murder. We will, oh my goodness, like the the audacity, man. But it's just another great story of, of good old white privilege. Man, shout um out her. White that's, privilege. that's a real gangster
1: right yeah, there. It's real
0: gangster. I'm not I'm not mad at people uh, having a privilege. Enjoy your privilege, you know you will put on this earth enjoy it but lord have mercy if wester ain't give the best definition there you go
1: man listen that's <laughs> eager listen y'all we gonna, we're gonna we're going to turn over to yeah. something uh real serious real quick cuz i want to i want us to talk about it um yeah. i want us to talk about this topic it's a very sensitive issue it's a lot what's happening um, around our world right now um you know, uh, President Biden is standing with Israel in the Israel Hamas conflict. Uh, There are a lot of people on both sides that are being affected specifically here in DC that I know in in the community who have family in Israel, who have family in Gaza, um, who are watching these atrocities go on. And it's very difficult to take a side. And so that's not the position we're gonna take today. Uh, The position that we're gonna take today is to send love and peace. Um, Obviously we can condemn any kind of hatred and uh, anti-Semitic attacks or, but also we also condemn Islamophobia. And so this is one of those situations where you cannot unsee the level of terror, that is erupting on social media with the number of babies that are being shown, the bodies that are being um, shown, it is extremely heartbreaking. Um, and I just can't imagine, you know, having your family over there, you know what I'm saying? And on any side, you know, and, and, and trying, you know, we, we always talk about D.C. being a war zone and in combating this gun violence that we see. But to wake up to airstrikes, that's something that we're never we have the privilege of not understanding that you're never going to wake up to an airstrike. God forbid. But we don't understand what an airstrike looks like. If an airstrike came and tore down Marbury Plaza, there's thousands of residents that live in there. Can you imagine?
0: Yeah, mostly elders. Yeah.
1: And, and with children and families and and the death toll is just it's unreal. But I think um social media has allowed us a different lens to kind of see what war really looks like. And um this is where you really fight for peace, you guys. So tap into these comments. We want to hear what you guys have to say um about this conflict. I know it's all playing out. What do you got what are your guys' thoughts um on the matter? Let us know. Yeah. Rado?
0: Well, I agree with you. Um, I definitely follow your direction on this with not so much picking a side. Um, this, this thing right here hit home. Um, you know, I am definitely a family man. And believe it or not, my favorite people in this world are our children. So to see those pictures depicted of fathers screaming and seeing infants, not even young toddlers, but infants being curried, pieces of their body being blown up, um, it just hit home. And when things get that, get that violent, you just want things to cease. You mm-hmm. just want things, you just want to find peace. So yeah. I don't it's time to just send love and my condolences and peace um, to all those that are affected and all those that are at war. You know, um, at some point as human beings, we need to find a solution. We need peace.
1: Yeah. Let's take a quick moment of silence. Amen and ashe alright you All right, y'all. So definitely wanted to get that on the menu. Um, I do have some good news for you, Rodney. Uh, oh, that? I know this is a topic that you didn't really hear about. Is it and, about food? No, it's it not is about not a good topic. <laughs> <laughs> it is not about food, but it is about your boy, um, Bronny. Ronnie. So, yeah, yeah, LeBron James's son, Bronny, um yes. is, is I guess scheduled to come back and play basketball this season, you guys. I don't know if you remember. Um, but he no he had a he had a cardiac arrest um on the court, I think at USC, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. And during that, I mean he like that was a huge thing. But LeBron James basically gave him an update. This is like more than two months after. Um, and he said that he's doing well um, and that he set to return to go back to USC to play basketball and um, that he's in rehab and you know he's just in the process of getting back on the floor. I am like so happy to hear about this because I know how much LeBron James has that dream to play in the NBA with his son. This is like a huge like yeah.
0: shit. Well, when I tell, see that you, what happened. I tell you that every guy that loves sports is applying. So LeBron, one of the greatest athletes, not just basketball players, but one of the greatest athletes to ever, ever, ever um, play a sport here um, in the world. Forget just the United States. Um, has a son, his firstborn, born, uh, little Brownie. We've been watching Brownie in his career since he's been in elementary school. You have the whole world pulling for Brownie. So Brownie was a five-star recruit, uh, one of the top players um, in the country. He graduated last year from um, high school. Um, and then um, before the season even started, he was drafted, or not drafted, but recruited by USC. A mm-hmm. big um, college, obviously, in California. Um, During practice, he collapsed and had a a heart attack. He um, never had any uh, previous, um, you know, altercations or anything wrong with him or anything of that matter. But they came and said that he had some kind of, um, you know, uh, illness, you know, with his heart. And obviously we didn't know if he was ever going to play basketball again. So to see him back, to see him um, maybe, you know, even suiting up, man everybody wants to see this to double back on what you said Jules um LeBron has told everybody that he's only playing in the NBA right now until his son get there because he not only wants to play with his son but he wants to give him that wisdom he wants to give him that direction so that he can have a luxurious career LeBron is one of maybe 10 players to ever have a 20-year career like that Mm -hmm. has been longer than Michael Jordan's because you know back then, right? He went to college. You guys know LeBron never went to college, right? He, he came, came in at eighteen. Absolutely. So LeBron has been in the league since two thousand and three, man, and has just graced us with his greatness, man. So Bronny, man, we looking forward to you, um, to your little what brother. His little brother, nice too. So his his little brother for sure, uh, uh, uh Bryson. He's gonna make the league for sure. His little brother is taller than him, longer than him. But Brown is a beast, man. Uh, you know,
1: it's, this is one of those dream stories. Like, yeah. I know I know all the fathers yeah. was, are like, they would love to play in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Even just to see their son, their, their child play on a professional
0: level. Yes. Um, I mean, just to see our children play. I mean, that's our dream. You know, uh, we want... As fathers, we want our sons to be better than us in every facet. You know what I'm saying? So to see uh, Bronny coming in and having that devastating um, heart attack like that, it took the wind out of the world.
1: Yeah. Uh, LeBron LeBron did tell us, you guys, that uh, Bronny did have, um, he had surgery over the summer. Uh, and so he the surgery went well and he has been rehabilitating and everything is looking on the up and up for him. And so they're really excited to get him sure. back on the floor. Sure. I'm actually sure. shocked, Rodney, that yeah. uh, what was the what was the, the football player who
0: um, suffered a cardiac arrest on the field? Last um, Last name Hamlin. He played for Buffalo. Did no, he return he to the field? Um, I'm not sure if he returned to the field, but he's set to return to the field this year if he haven't played for Buffalo already. So okay. you know, we're living in a modern day where technology is so much better, man. So to see um, you know, Bronny and all these um athletes able to over, you know, overcome those injuries, man, it's just a wonderful thing, man. So, yeah. you know, uh my prayers out because the whole world was watching when that young man collapsed for Buffalo, and now we back to see uh Brownie collapse and you know, my thing is this. We have seen a lot of young men collapse and die. And that's what's real, Jew. So to see these guys not only collapse and come back, um, but but just have a, a chance at a luxurious career. Because he was going to be rich regardless. Bronny don't yeah. ever have to play basketball. But, but it's,
1: it's, you don't want to. You never want to see a 19-year-old kid's oh, dream smash yeah, like that. Yeah. You know that that's an injury that is
0: the the most extreme injury you can ever have The most extreme that you could ever have yeah so yeah i'm 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 really excited about that i'm just looking forward man to him really just doing this thing man and coming back man i cannot wait i'm i'm a usc fan so for me i will say it um i'll be jumping on bandwagons I am now um, a Buffalo—Colorado— Colorado Buffalo fan. fan. Hello. I have never knew anything about Colorado. I am a Buffalo fan. I am a LeBron fan. I'm a USC fan now. And I'm, I'm Washington everything. So for all you guys who don't know out there, I'm a Washingtonian born and raised here in Washington, D.C. I love my city. My favorite teams is anything to do with Washington. Washington Redskins, a.k.a. now the Commanders, the Wizards, the Capitals, uh, the Mystics. If it's a team, uh, boys, girl, boys and girls club, if they have something to do with D.C., I'm going to represent it, right? But for me, when great players that, be- that definitely um, inspire and represent the culture, I'm there. Do you know how – do you know I, – I really want to hop on a plane and just go to Colorado – Everyone's going to Colorado just to be with Dion, and Dion is acknowledging everybody. He got them doing concerts inside of the day going um, um, inside of the the locker room. He letting them walk him out. He letting them give him man. Dion is the goat man. Dion is the goat man. Shout out to Coach Prime
1: one time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at the the world of athletics is just so different. Like it's it it's it a it's lot tough. more interesting. It's turned to. There's just no other way to say that. But listen, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do it for the culture. And of course, I want to talk to you about Kayla Nicole, the ex-girlfriend of Travis Kelsey. She's finally speaking out about being bullied online. Let's talk about it. Stay tuned. You're watching Clapback Culture. I learned about the new program through many different community organizations. The program, um, they're very good at making sure that you meet the right people. My favorite part would have to be the
2: community building um, and also the volunteer opportunities as well.
0: I've been working on my physical
1: health a lot more. I've been intentional about that and they're very big on that. I'm still learning how transformational
0: it is um, because there's just so much opportunity. It's a great program and they will support you. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org
1: fifth avenue theater presents disney's the little mermaid the musical live on stage this september ariel soars above the stage to find the world of her dreams and a life of romance and adventure featuring your favorite songs and characters performing just for you at the beautiful fifth avenue theater in downtown seattle tickets are on sale now fun for the whole family to enjoy together and special pricing for groups of 10 or more only at the fifth avenue theater order today at FifthAvenue.org. Hey, I'm Besa Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Besa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teens, we got you too. Back to Basa Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13 and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13+. Plus.
2: solid gold with the temptations and the four tops same night same stage the temptations and the
3: four tops together live
1: all right y'all welcome back to okay have you guys heard about this story um it's new and listen let me pull this up for you guys okay this is travis kelsey's ex kayla nicole she's a fitness influencer right here on the left um and she's speaking out about online bullies and so if you haven't heard she essentially was being bullied and harassed online uh, following the rumors of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift getting into a romantic relationship. And I'm saying, no well, I'm saying rumors because the two of them haven't totally confirmed it. Even though I thought I saw Travis Kelsey and his brother on a podcast and they were talking about Taylor Swift.
0: So- it's definitely confirmed. Taylor ain't just coming to them games for nothing. We know she got a new movie coming out, her first movie. We also know that she has some albums coming out, but she her 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 and travis kelsey are one they are an item they are an item
1: yes. um and listen uh, shout out to them being an item um yes. they are one thing about uh, anybody who dates taylor swift knows that they're gonna have they have a that she has a huge entourage like she is the, the world's biggest pop star right and, yes. at, at least one of them um if you will uh, and Taylor Swift, she's highly successful. Uh, she has this, the Swifties, the fan base. Uh, Listen, you guys, they were coming we <laughs> for Taylor Swift. I mean, this story mm-hmm. alone, and I'm not sure why uh, Kayla got kind of like roped into it because mm-hmm. the story essentially, Rod, Rodney, was that Travis Kelsey upgraded from Kayla to Taylor and so they were comparing the two women to each other and because of the comparison it caused a lot of online harassment and bullying. And so she did drop a uh, open letter in a video post on her Instagram and she spoke out against the backlash and embarrassment and you know, just everything that kind of happened about uh, the speculation over why her and Travis Kelsey broke up Um, things of that nature. They were talking about her blackness. They were talking about her look. They were saying that, you know, she was not deserving of him to begin with. Uh, Just a lot of hurtful things. Well, the point of her video uh, was to basically say black women, black girl, don't let these people bully you. And so I'll read a little bit of an excerpt. So she says, dear black girl, they may call you a traitor for falling in love. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll hope the ones closest to you will protect you, but you will quickly find out that people don't protect what they don't value. They'll say you're too much, too provocative, too boisterous, too outspoken, and in the same breath, tell you that you're not enough. They'll say that you deserve the backlash and the embarrassment. Because of your blackness, you should have known better. They'll even try to tie your value to your net worth. But black girl, please remember your value lies elsewhere. Your value is deep within your heart. And so she goes on to just talk about this. Uh, her and Travis Cozy dated for a long time. They dated off and on since 2017. So this wasn't yeah. like
0: a yeah. quick romance. Um, she got to be crushed. Because once you get with a megastar, it's it's almost like, and I'm not devalu- devaluing her, right? And it's sad because humans, we put value on popularity and money. But it's almost like the how Kanye was dating Amber Rose and got Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, he was dating an average, beautiful young Black woman, by the way. And then he went off to somehow and just caught the biggest megastar that there is, right? Yeah. yeah. There is, but as far as his, his own race, you know. Right. Um, you know, if it works for him, it works for him. You know what I'm saying? It's not a big thing. If it works for him, it works for him. But um, initially, I thought she was clout chasing, right? Because obviously, after six years, a woman got something to say. And with her having something to say, she wanted to say it in an open letter. She knew it would get traction. She knew people would watch it. Um, So obviously, she was looking for that kind of attention, right? I feel like the six years, a woman deserves that kind of attention, though. And I just, I feel for her because I know her feelings are crushed. Not Mm -hmm. only... You know, you, when guys date, you might see a picture online or something like that, or you're checking his Instagram page to see who he with. But the whole world watching this, baby girl. They have to be, she's right now, as we're on air, Kansas City is playing Denver Broncos. Kel, Travis Kelsey had an amazing first half. He had almost 100 yards receiving in the first half. That's not, that's not an average thing to do, Jews, right? So he's having a Hall of Fame night. And guess who's going crazy in the press box with all the owners of the Kansas City Chiefs? And guess who's who mom and everything? Taylor Swift. She like this. When he catch the ball, she going crazy. She got the owner hugging her. They, I mean, they're having a great time. So to see her doing that and being, um, I mean, it's a slap in the face. I mean, you was this girl for six years. You were in those spaces. You were never put on TV. You were never the right. anything. And now all of a sudden he dates this girl for one week and now she's, she's with his mom. She's yep. the owner. I mean, not only did she take your place, but she, she, she smashed it. So you, this, it's crazy. It's, the, the crazy part about this
1: situation is like, this girl is receiving death threats. Like people oh, yeah. are pulling up in her comments going crazy. Um, and it's already hard to go through a breakup and yeah. then to date someone as famous as Travis Kelsey, as successful as Tra- Travis Kelsey. Right. And then he goes and dates somebody else who is famous. I mean, that takes a that's a, ch- a shot at your ego, for sure. But. To not only have that, and then it all play out in front of the world, and then for whatever reason, everyone's trying to rope you back into it and be like, "Dang, he upgraded. She missed her shot. She wasn't good enough. She wasn't this." You know, bringing in the fact that they were an um, a interracial relationship and how that was never going to work. You know, talking about how just everything like criticizing her, her body, criticizing her, the way she does her Instagram things. I mean, she's a beautiful girl and we don't, and we really honestly don't know enough about her to say anything. You can't compare, it is, there's no comparison between her and Taylor Swift, but there also wouldn't be any comparison between her and another girl, another influencer. And um, listen.
0: I, I, I agree with you. I feel like we learned everything about her through this letter. (laughs) <laughs> you know i was looking for tone i was looking for just about everything because we really didn't know much about her but yeah. uh, i'm not going to down her uh, she's a beautiful black woman um if, if her love was with travis Kelsey, travis Kelsey seemed like a, a pretty cool guy um he, he he moved on and he moved on and got a pop star Sis, so just stay in the cut maybe when he done with her he'll come back you know it might happen you know but it is what it is sis
1: it is what it is sis i hope you get catch a new big fish okay just wait your turn something's gonna happen for it uh listen kevin gates with his
0: nasty tail honey kevin gates is super horny man that's all he is he is just super horny man kevin I, gates, just, I, 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 nothing shocks me about i cannot wait gates. to get into this this this, this should have been our clapback for the night. I cannot wait to get into this one because I know a lot of our viewers haven't actually heard about um, this particular um, instance. But Kevin Gates is one of the craziest, outspoken artists of all times, right? He says what he wants. Um, he stands on morals and principles in a way that we've never seen. Um, he's a very articulate, but at the same time, extremely, extremely, extremely crazy. So, his horny behind it. And can I introduce this so we can just get into it? <laughs> I mean, listen, I can pitch it really quick. So,
1: Kevin Gates, he he was he's recently been on tour, um, and this viral video came out, you guys, of him basically hawking a loogie uh, down a fan's throat while he pulled her on stage. Uh, this happened uh, over the weekend in Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, what puts two on the ten for me, Rodney, is the fact that this fan is pregnant. Yeah, she's on the streets. Let's take a look. She's on the streets. <laughs>
0: easy and Bruh. she swallowed it but i'm trying to figure this out right let's say this was my girl who house is she coming back to i mean bro, this girl allowed another man to spit in her mouth so let's back up okay can we can we back up because uh, this, is, this is something that you brought to my attention that initially i didn't know mm-hmm. i had no idea that the girl was pregnant so From I mean, see, this is my thing, right? And I have to fault Kevin Gates because he swears that he's so in tune with the world and he know women's bodies and he know what this looks like and blah, blah, blah. So he's not the average Joe, right? Mm So what he did was, I mean, he defiled whoever put a baby in her for the rest of his life. Did he defile her or did she defile herself? It's both, but he, he actually did it. She wanted it. She wanted it bad. Another thing too, is I wonder, I mean, you
1: just, okay. I have been pulled on stage at a concert before. Mm -hmm. So I understand like the hype, you're excited, your adrenaline's pumping. Like you want to get up there and like you're with it. Guess what? Number one says, if I'm pregnant, I ain't doing all that. There is a certain level of decorum
0: that you should be there. Is she pregnant? She She can be there. She can definitely be. Say it again. In the front row pregnant, standing up. You can be
1: in the front row pregnant. You know, she's not handicapped. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Uh, But here's the thing there is a a way in which you should carry yourself, young women. Um, And had I been visibly pregnant, uh, the last thing you would see me do is get up on stage, frolicking around with another man. I mean, this is not the usher concert, okay? You already know what type of time Kevin Gates is gonna be on, like no question. Kevin Gates be on time that's just different. Demon time. That's what type of time he be. On. You guys know what type of time that is. Uh, pull up the Urban Dictionary and Google demon time. <laughs> of time he be on he is with it you guys like he is a very unapologetically sexual human being just google him you guys you guys will know what he talks about this is not a shocker to anybody that knows kevin gates that listens to his music i'm not shocked by it however and i'm gonna throw this question at you Rotto. My opinion is that I don't think she knew she was going up there for him to spit in her mouth. I think she thought maybe he would like kiss her, put his tongue, like because he 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 says to her, he does this, and then he says, "Open your mouth."
0: Yes, but but I don't think he ever- this, I agree with you, but the problem is that she wanted anything. He could have put anything in her mouth if you get what I'm saying. She wanted anything to happen to her from him, and that's yeah. the, that's the problem with a lot of fans. Like they're yeah. so trust to just get anything done. I mean, spitting is. Delicious. Yeah, you're right, bro. You know yeah, she no, says, you're right. you on stage, pregnant. She want anything? Like when I say this is so, we, we're back at the we're back at the. I mean, tonight we're just giving Wester uh, uh Dictionary um, definitions, right? So. We gave the first one for for privilege, so this one is thirst at the highest level. This is this is the definitions for thirst. She got on the stage, pregnant by another man, thirsty with this all black, uh, dollar store outfit with them with them jewels. Look crazy now. For all <coughs> you guys who don't know about Portsmouth, it's called P-town. I went to school in Norfolk State University, so I spent a lot of time in Roger Browns. Roger Browns, inside those little clubs down there. Um, and I can tell you... She from the P. Shout out to the P. Shout out to the P. They got the casino down there now. But she went on that stage looking, man, wanted anything to happen to her. <laughs> Stop <me>. it. <laughs> she wanted anything to happen. She sat down. I mean, my thing is this, right? This is how you know she's so horny, too. with someone... Put something nasty in your mouth. It could be a piece of okra or a piece of liver. What are you going to do? You're going to repulse, right? You're and spit it out. This girl, she came from here. Hold it in, and smile like I'm the one. Yeah, she was. She, she, was, was. she, was, she was. She was the one. <laughs> of God. That's why. That's why. See what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not just saying. It's, 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 you know what?
1: honestly listen if you spit on someone i isn't that is that a misdemeanor or a felony now
0: it's a it's a misdemeanor felony in certain states because it's, 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 a, it's a form of assault it's definitely assault it's definitely if assault. you
1: spit on someone it is a form of assault it's, like it's, it's, it's spit on somebody is the most disrespectful yeah. thing you can do yeah. for him to spit
0: in her mouth she is ready. She wants everything that she can to get inside that tour bus and undress. Well, but,
1: the- but why is Kevin Gates like doing that for fans? Like he's he's
0: extra horny. You gotta understand that's Kevin Gates' baby now. You get what I'm saying for him? <laughs> 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 that's sir really back in this is crazy i mean my thing is i'm gonna be honest i'm an adult i've never seen this dub before that's the (laughs) thing when you think you've seen everything and you see something new you kind of i'm like dang i i thought i've been around the corner he's, he's really nasty like this guy's really super horny. I believe all the stuff he say. What he call himself a, a dickmation and all that? Oh my god! And you know, little dicksmanship, or dicksmanship oh god, stop. himself. Stop. I guess stop. that's what he is. I guess that's what he is, man. Because this it's just out of control. <laughs> Could you imagine? And this this is my last thing because women, y'all have to do better. Every woman is put on this earth by a father. Could you imagine <laughs> how her father feel? Because this is what people get ignorant and say, oh, what father, right? Because obviously she's not really showing, she's not really showing to be someone who was obviously reared by someone with morals and principles, but that's just crazy, right? And then not, I can kind of give this too, right. It's kind of crazy because a lot of things happen to women sexually behind closed doors that we don't see. So we see these professional women that are judges and that are teachers and all these different things. And,
1: and they, they got a life in the
0: bedroom. Yeah, They get spit in their mouth, too. So I mean, we just see. We just but see
1: that's them. also with someone that, you know, and being intimate, like no. that's a very intimate kind of. Listen, whatever your, whatever your jazz is. Can I, I, can
0: I say this too, though? Uh, I, don't know <laughs> I don't know if you can say it. I don't know if you can say it. She did that in the open. Could you imagine what she did? Oh, my God. No, I'm
1: done with that.
0: Right, time. Listen, listen. Time. <laughs> okay. Listen, let's take All a everybody look. What doing in the comments, y'all? Top in. We want to see what you guys have to say. I'm tapping, y'all. Music. Listen, we got a
1: quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about Jaden Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, her, she's dropping a new book called Worthy. She's also spilling the tea on the fact that her and Will Smith have been separated since 2016. No. Got a lot to talk about. Stay tuned. You're watching Clapback Culture. Here
0: we go. <laughs>
1: All right, y'all. Welcome back to clap. Back. We got a clip. Uh, it's not very long, but uh, Jada sat down with Huda um, to do an interview. They have a full interview that's going to come out tomorrow uh, that I can't wait to watch. Jada is releasing a book called Worthy. Um, it's a memoir of her life. And in there, she basically is just telling everybody that she has not been her true and authentic self, uh, that she is now ready to reveal everything that's kind of going on. She said that her and Will Smith have been separated since 2016, uh, living in separate households. Uh, even during the time of the Oscar slap. So there's a lot of like what's going on. So they were separated during the time that she was seeing August Alsina and they were also separated uh, during the time of the Oscar slap. She talks about both. We have a small clip, let's go ahead and run that and we'll come back and talk about it. Over the
3: next several years, Jada and Will kept up the appearance of a committed married couple. They even faced a scandal when Jada had what she called an entanglement with a family friend. Neither let the public know they had already split. So I guess my question is, I feel like you're a straight talker. I am. Except you're not sometimes. Yeah. So why do that? Like, what was the reason?
0: I think just not
1: being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us. Yeah. How to be in partnership, right? And in regards to how do we present that to people, you know? And we hadn't figured that out.
0: During our people will be lying, bruh. More, more definitions today, okay? That was the definition for dishonesty. I'll never trust her. I'll never trust Will. I've never I will never trust her. So I, they they are just the most they they're just so fake, like
1: they're very fake, bro. Like, and here's the thing: like this is, I, I wish they had have been more authentic because that Jada and Will love that we all kind of romanticized about, yeah, was just not real. And yeah. I don't know why they felt like they needed to perpetuate this standard for all of us when really. What would have been even better is the fact that we saw them raising their family, working in partnership together in business and otherwise, and being a functional um, separated couple. Now, I get it. If you guys don't want to divorce legally on paper, more power to you. But I just think it's it's super inauthentic to come out what almost seven, eight years later. And then you're like, oh, yeah, everything that we went through. Because it's not like they just were in the cut quiet. Like, you guys did big interviews. Like, the big red table talk about the whole, um, what did they call that August Alcina thing? Entanglement. I don't even know what that means. No. Um. Yeah, maybe it was an entanglement. It's entanglement. That's what they call it. it, it what? How was that even an entanglement? Y'all not together. Yeah. So, it- <laughs> Y'all not together. You're not even living together. Like you're not living together. It's not an intake. And Will, we felt so terrible for you. Now, if I go back and watch that that watch the interview, Jada was going hard. Yeah. She was going so hard that we thought she was so volatile. And yeah. Will is just sitting there crying his eyes out. I'm like, wow, you guys are really some actors. Like oh, they're they are. They were actors. They were actor.
0: actors and then and then the Oscar slap where it's like so I got a little bit of info about that so I found fact- okay. and what's, what's rumored is that um Chris Rock has been trying to talk to Jada behind the scenes because he knew about the breakup prior to them talking about the breakup so obviously there's been a lot of people in the inside loop that has that that's new about the split for some time. Mm. So it's been rumored that Chris Rock has been aggressively pursuing Jada Pinkett behind the scenes. And that's like, you know, to me, I kind of believe it more so do not, even though it's rumored, because it was a lot. We kept saying that there had for a man of his statue who professionally knows how to deal with the media, how to um, uphold himself in public. For him to say, you know what? I'm throwing away my life, my career, and everything to actually walk on this stage and assault someone on the platform of the grant. I mean, it's just unheard of. So it had to been a lot of things built up for him to really feel disrespected. Um, this, this wasn't just something on the surface. I'm just disappointed. I mean, I've been not trusting this couple for so long now. Yeah. It, it is what it is, but I'm also in my head like, why does y'all take us through all these loops? Like, <laughs> to, but but to me, you know what you know what it smells like. This smells like somebody didn't get a prenup. So mm-hmm. for will, exactly for Will and Jada to be going through the things they're going through, they couldn't have signed a prenup because <laughs> no way that she will be. Well, well, she already went out and had her some. Uh, had her some. Um, I know Will got a girlfriend. Stop what you're doing. A well, who will is has she? A, Will? Has a whole girlfriend. I, I haven't heard about her. they must yeah, they, i, I they saw that I saw that rumor on social media. will has a whole well, they must scrub the internet real good because I've never seen his girlfriend. I never heard anything about her oh um,
1: and and you know why I think because it's so much easier to make jada the villain How she look? is she bad? I I haven't seen her. I, okay. Like you okay. said, they didn't scrub that. This is Will Smith internet. They didn't scrub yeah. that. Yeah. They, they don't want. They listen. Will Smith had always had the the boy next door. Like he was always that great guy. Yeah. It wasn't until the Oscars lab that everyone thought like, oh, he might have a little bit of edge to him. But really, yeah. y- you know, you always looked at Will Smith like he was kind of soft. He was a soft Let's rapper.
0: Yeah, first yeah he was really the first
1: Prince of Bel Air, and we kind yeah. of coveted him in that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Jada obviously had a little bit more edge to her, right? Like we mm-hmm. always romanticized the fact that maybe her and Tupac had a um, had a relationship, a and <laughs> and they and they didn't. She says we didn't. We were friends, and she was like, there was no chemistry between us. Like I know you guys wanted us. She was Alleg- like, allegedly. I, listen, the way Jada's going. She would have said if she had some Tupac or not. She I said, know. I
0: don't know the love letters, the way that. So, my problem is not with what Jada say, more so what Will says. Will says there was something there. Will said he was very jealous of Tupac. He openly said this in a couple of interviews that he was openly um, jealous of their relationship and that he felt like there was something there. Okay. Um, us as men, we can see. Yeah. Um, women. You can see when we get around certain women, you guys know if we've been intimate with those women, how they act. We're the same way. We we definitely, with someone that we love, we can't see it with our little side girls and little girls we don't care about, but our women?
1: Maybe that's something that she doesn't, maybe that's something yeah. she's going to take to the grave with her.
0: Take, take your man to a 10-year reunion, y'all. Take your man to a 10-year reunion to your old high school. I bet you he know all your boyfriends. We could we smell it
1: and listen ladies and we gonna smell them little (laughs) heifers hide your man hide your wife (laughs) listen uh i'm just so grateful they finally put this out because listen we're done what
0: what, for for what though so this is what i want to ask you Jews. what's the benefit put it out for what what do we go from here so why did you guys put it out are we are you trying did you well
1: one we're trying to sell this book so we gonna come out with we will come out with these books. Okay. Because guess what? I'm now I'm locked in. I'm like it's the finale coming, aka the divorce?
0: Like it's the Oh real- no,
1: no divorce. They, they have no plans <laughs> on getting divorced. They're not gonna get divorced. They're not gonna legally get divorced. And I'm not gonna say no names, but there's a couple people. Listen, if you think about this, babe, back in the day, our people used to stay together no matter what. Like well,
0: that's very they would be but,
1: together but, for 30, 40 years, yeah. and grind their teeth, and, yeah. and to show their families, like we gonna be together, even in in, in holy mat- matrimony, yeah. even if we don't like each other. But, but not
0: like this. Not the ones with. I didn't see it from my eyes. I didn't see it with the ones with the money, the ones that no, were really rich. But, like, you know, but
1: here we are. This is a fascinating situation, and the fact yeah. that they come, they're uber rich. They're uber rich. I think it's a, I think it's a good choice for them to remain married financially. Um, it, it, I mean, it, listen, it's been working for them, I guess, for the last couple of years, okay. um, and they've been fighting. They've been, it's the separation meant the years before that were also rocky. They've been together since the nineties,
0: like yeah, yeah, they've been together. You
1: they continuously talk about how they had to morph into different people and then fall in love with those people and fall and i think they just got tired like this is just a situation where it's like they just they don't work they two different kind of people um i respect the fact that they want to stay together on paper if the next move for them Um, the next I think this is you asked a question the question the answer to that question is I think this is the next chapter I think this is the chapter where they move into authenticity and say listen we're done with putting up this front you know how exhausting it must be to have to put up the front for this world to think that you are this power couple Jada Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith are not a power couple like they are not what we thought they were if if they used to be what Jay-Z and Beyonce are they used to be what Michelle Obama Obama and Barack Obama are to us like they used to be a part of those pillars. They didn't want to lose that. Like yeah. you don't want to lose that prestige. Like you don't want to lose the fact that we fantasize and idolize those kind of relationships. We want you to be the pioneers in yeah. in in our in our culture of that. They didn't want to lose that, but guess what? You can't keep that up. And so, listen, I'm glad to see people living in their truth. Life is too short
0: uh, to be doing Ooh. that. It's, it's, I, uh, I got I to agree with what, what, what um, Rebecca says in the comments. They have had to have made a real agreement behind closed doors for this to have happened. Mm-hmm. And course, we, I think everything was scripted. I mean, they live a life where everything is scripted. So why wouldn't this be scripted as well? You oh, know, yeah. They are very calculated. Their kids are calculated. I mean, they're just different. They're just a different kind of couple, man. And it's always something with them every year. They always say that they are they are so honest, right? That's what kills me about them too. They always say that they're honest and this is how it is. And we, man, man, y'all, y'all, y'all we not y'all done used up y'all honesty. We, yeah. we don't believe y'all no more, you know. But it, it just makes a lot of sense because um, what's his name um um, I was his name, Algra, um, what's his name? The, um, her entanglement. What was his name? Oh, oh yes. Alina Alcina. Yeah. August Alcena. So it makes sense because he was living in the house. So this whole thing that Will didn't know about it, he said he didn't know about it for over a year. And then he came back and said, well, I did know about it. Bruh, this man was living in a house in the bed. Like, stop what you're doing. Leave the bedroom with with the mom. Make breakfast with you and with the kids. Like, like make it make sense. But also the life that they have as being actors. You know, they're also all on the road for months at a time you know, Will might have went and, and, and shot a movie for five months, six months in a whole different, you know, part of the world. So, I get it, but it is what it is, y'all. This this is what an entanglement looks like.
1: <laughs> it is what an entanglement yeah, looks like. This uh, is crazy. I don't know. Uh, you know, social media, the fact that Jada is always the one that's more outspoken on, outspoken on this, I'm interested to see what Will has to say. Um, I think... We'll see.
0: We will see what Will Smith has to say, I'm sure. He ain't going to say nothing. He's going to probably start crying. He, first of all, Will is already right there, like, He's calling her like, okay, how do it went? We like how the world, we like the response the world got from this. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back. I'm going to let them know how um, I had this mental health breakdown. I was suicidal. They're, oh, they they gonna they gonna they're, like, oh
1: they're in the they're in the the green room putting it the the war room putting it together.
0: Absolutely.
1: absolutely. Ciao, will now. We didn't cover it all tonight on tonight's show. We got people spitting in each other's mouths, fake entanglements, yeah.
0: the war in Israel. I mean, it's a no, listen. The true white privilege, the girls shooting up the police shooting station. At the police, station. Shot the police station up for I don't know the length of time, but took her time. Yeah. She's shooting. That's crazy. All right.
1: Well, guess what, Rado? That's our show. When you are not here, brother, where can they
0: find you? When I'm not here, y'all can find me at Rado007. That's R-O-D-D-O-E-007 at Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, TikTok, Facebook. And most importantly, Gmail. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm your girl, Jules
1: Jesse. You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Treasure of Jules. You know what it is. Pull up, follow me. Let me know what you want to talk about next week. And until
0: then, be peaceful, y'all. Back. We had a ball. We we'll see y'all next week. <makes noise>